When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukaki, your host. Previously, our heroes joined forces with the druid Jakob Goodbark. Alan successfully negotiated with the psychotic Banshee. Our heroes almost died collecting a necklace, and now they've been ambushed by a green dragon? There is no way they're getting out of this one alive. But maybe I'm wrong. Find out next on Dum Dums and Dragons. You just keep sneak attacking. Turn this thing into a pincushion. Pop yeah. out, shoot it, pop down. Just yeah. keep going back and forth. Alan, witch bolt, or if you get something nastier, go at that. We're gonna go in close and just hit it with stuff. Goblin Junior, please don't die. <laughs> I've got a whole perimeter of buildings from the looks of it to kind of dart in and out of. Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna go for. So we'll bring it down. I would say if if we want to just decide arbitrarily that we'll say. Alan is in the south. We'll try to bring it down in the north, like opposite side of mm-hmm. the the fountain from Alan. Okay, so after uh, some quick planning, uh, you take up uh, positions that you all think will be strategically beneficial throughout the marketplace. Um, Quinny ducks into some of the broken buildings and begins uh, sort of like setting up a perimeter buildings he can run duck between, sort of the the you know waist high wall of the video game world. Just gonna <laughs> gears of warrior way around. Jakob and Butthole, wanting to draw the dragon's attention, have taken up positions near the f- central fountain. Uh, to try and draw it out into the open and possibly knock it from the skies. Meanwhile, Alan has hidden in the, the south end of the market um, in a bunch of dilapidated stalls uh, to try and use them as cover and to uh, stay out of the dragon's attention. And I do like a, a two-part fart, which is like, burr, burr, uh, and Goblin Jr. goes, snarf, snarf, and runs over to cover Alan inside the stall. Because knowing this green dragon uses poison, that doesn't seem like a great idea to throw a wolf at it. <laughs> <laughs> The dragon uh, lets out a mighty roar and uh, begins a uh, uh, sort of a sweeping dive bomb at uh, at the two of you guys. You see this uh, this lithe green dragon swooping down from the sky. Uh, it seems to be going straight for Jacob and Butthole. Quinny, what do you do? Perfect. I'm going to loose an arrow at it. Great. A 20. A 20? Just, just a 20 total. Just a 20. You manage to uh, to strike it. Uh, the dragon is so intent and focused that it it's not looking to dodge. Okay, so that was actually, fortunately, uh, six on my D6. Great. And as my bonus, I'm going to try and hide amongst the building okay. and just get out check? of line of sight for this fella. Oh, natural 20. Natural 20. All right, you disappear. Uh, you hear the dragon kind of hiss, but it uh, it shrugs off the arrow and okay. continues to swoop down. Um, butthole, green dragon's incoming. I, I raised my warhammer over my head, and I just yelled, Blue flame! <laughs> uh, and, and I fart really loudly. And I and the fart swoops out of my butt and up over my head, and a spark glints off my warhammer, and it lights the fart into a sacred blue flame that flies at the dragon. 
Great. The dragon has to pass a dex save. Difficulty 14. Uh, the blue flame strikes it squarely. Yeah, finally. Is that a first time? That is a first time. <laughs> Congratulations. ever landed anything. And it takes four radiant damage. Four radiant damage? Radiant damage. Oh, yeah. This is All the right. flame of a goddess. <laughs> and I am overjoyed that they hit something. <laughs> Because as far as I knew, these these fart attacks, like Blue Flame, seem to be ceremonial or like performative. Uh, you can see the uh, the dragon. Uh, it's sort of like as it roars in in rage and radiant, pissed offliness. Uh, you can see that uh, there's a sort of things starting to bubble around its mouth. It's starting to foam with. Oh. Uh, with green. Nice. And for my move, I'm actually going to stay where I am, but I'm just going to be ready to like roll the hell out of the way if Jakob doesn't bring it down because I don't <laughs> want to just like stand there like an idiot as a dragon lands on me. Great. Sounds good. Uh, Jakob. Oh, I also yell at the dragon. Even a goblin could dodge that. <laughs> uh, so it turns out I read it wrong. It doesn't paralyze, but it pushes 10 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to be away from me, but I'm going to try and cast it above and push it down to the okay. ground if I can. Okay. Um, so it's a con save. Great. Do you know um, if it's a helicopter, you might fuck him up anyways if you just push him back. Like, yeah. his wings won't work. Yeah, impale it on the so statue. I'm going to give him advantage since you're trying to, like, bend cast mm-hmm. it. But, Sorry, what uh, are you casting again? Uh, thunder wave. Thunder wave. Uh, a wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from you. 2d8, nice. Uh, on a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage and isn't pushed. You throw up a giant sort of like wave of thunder. Uh, you see the dragon kind of like certainly get hit uh, and, and fight its way through, but it manages to pierce through it. Um, successfully saved, but will definitely take half damage. So cool. roll a 2d8 and then uh, we'll cut it in half. Eight. Good start. And 16. This dragon I, is bad at dodging magic. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but I'm rolling weirdly well today. Right. I, I yell over it. at Alan. I think you're going to hit him. <laughs> the dragon is sort of like got a wave of crackling thunderous energy on it. Uh, it's got some blue flames still rolling off its face. It opens its mighty mouth and just spits acid down, rains acid down upon the two of you. Oh, man, I'm dodging the fuck out of the way on that one. <laughs> uh, so I need both of you to make me a constitution saving throw, please. 17 total. 17? Uh, eight total. I'm pretty sure I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so a giant cloud of poisonous, noxious fumes rolls down over you. Jakob, you're you've you've long have the druids prepared you for uh, such horrible features. So uh, you steal yourself as best you can, but even then, uh, you feel yourself just like you know breathing in noxious fumes. Uh, you're going to take uh, 21 points of damage. I'm dead. Does it drop you to zero? Uh, it drops me past zero. Okay, so that just means brings you to unconscious. Cool. Our buddy over here, though, uh, you've never encountered such a, such a horrible stench. It's, it's such an affront to Moonhammer that you take the full damage from the breath. And thus take 42 points of damage. Holy shit. What the fuck? I think I'm fucked. Now, the thing with fifth is you don't die if you take, like, twice your health. Or in fourth you would. In fifth it drops you to zero. So you're unconscious. Okay. Oh, okay. Death saving throws, unless someone can get you up. Yeah, we've got to make three three saving yeah, throws. three right? saving throws. Uh, cool. Alan. Cool. Okay, not I, I'm I'm seeing, you know, butthole and Yakub down, but we gotta deal with this fucking dragon. So um I'm casting Witch Bolt. Sorry guys. That's alright, I got you. Well right. to be fair, he did just take out both of our healers. <laughs> Roll to hit. Uh thirteen. Thirteen. Um will not hit Fucking hell. Quinny. I leave. 
Um, <laughs> That's fair. Uh, he's Tactically, still, he's still that would be intelligent. Yeah, yeah. He's still bearing down. Uh, so he's just swooped down and, and blown flame. He's probably like. Let's uh, let's get one healer back up on his feet, and hopefully he can take care of the other one. Uh, so I'll uh, come out to help uh, Butthole. Can I look over at Alan and say, yes. "Throw me the health potion." <laughs> And I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot I had that. I'll let this happen and concurrently. I, and, I, and I toss spirit. it over. Great. Thank you. Can I apply it or is that a next turn? Kind Fuck of it. Sure. All right. So both, your healers, <laughs> both your healers are unconscious. I, I think <laughs> okay. Tom, Tom knows we're two actions away from the end of D&D podcast. Well, I still have my bonus. I was going to be like, I run away again. <laughs> like, I'm just going to run back out. I was going to be excited if the first time I play, it just leads to a TPK. <laughs> uh, so I've, I've revived, I guess... Our, our friend uh, Butthole here. I don't know how much uh, uh, health potions heal for, though. So it's you get 2d4 plus 2. So here's 1d4. That's a 4. Nice. And that's a 3 plus 2. Uh, so uh, nine. 9. Butthole, with a tremendous gasp, you suddenly, your eyes burst open, and uh, you're you're looking up at your friend Quinny, still glowing, but glowing with pride that he was able to to bring his friend. It's smug pride. I'm like, Butthole didn't bring you back. I did. And I <laughs> or, or I guess Moonhammer didn't bring you back. I did. And I look at him, and I say... Moonhammer sent you, and he stops glowing. Fuck! As a as a my final, I guess, bonus action, I do run away like back to the. I, I'm gonna retract that bonus action, given that you've. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've accomplished a lot. You've, you've managed a lot. <laughs> <of> nine <laughs> things. It's yeah, been a big day. Fine. You should probably take a break. You know, have a nap. Um, <laughs> all, right. all right, butthole. You you suddenly awake to a to a world of noxious fumes and sadness. Holy shit! All right, I am going to reach down and grab Jakob's shoulder, and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds as a level two spell. So it heals. 2d8 plus 10 health points. You get, you get 18 health points back. Nice. And after having done that... New plan. I want to run behind a stall on the, the northern side, like away from Alan. Okay. I'm strong and Quinny is small. Can I pick him up as I book it? Or do I have to leave roll him in the me, open if I'm roll running? Roll an athletics check. That would be a grand total of uh, eight. Uh, okay, so you grab him by the cape. Uh, the cape comes with you. Quinny does not. <laughs> and I say, I'll protect your cape. <laughs> uh, and I run behind uh, the stall on the north side. Okay, great. Uh, well, I'm just going to put myself in the best cover position sure. from, from above. Jakob, you awake? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm immediately wild shaping <laughs> because I need that extra 8 HP. So I'm wild shaping into a giant spider. Awesome. You reach out and uh, you grab his shoulder. You begin to heal him up. And then suddenly the shoulder gets furry beneath your hand. More arms burst, and you realize he's transmogrifying. Into yeah, and the, I yell, he's got this, and I grab Quinny's cape and run away. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Leave Quinny there. That's fine. From, from can... my position, I yell, hide under the spider! Oh, I absolutely am hiding under the spider. All right, so for my attack, I'm going to try and web its wings. All right, awesome. 24. Beautiful. That hits. I yell over to the spider, if you keep doing that every turn, it won't be able to hurt us! <laughs> <laughs> you wake up, and there's, there's rage in your spidery heart as you... Uh, Transform and you just, uh, yeah, you throw as the dragon's flying away, you throw um, tons of webbing into its wings. It lets out a tremendous roar and comes crashing down and just demolishes this fucking building here nice. in the northwest corner. So the one beside the one I'm in. Yep. <laughs> so, and uh, does this crash do any damage to it? Yes, it will take five points of damage. Guys, I'm much better as a spider. <laughs> so the dragon is down. Uh, it is its turn. So it wheels around and snarls. It's going to attempt to break out of the webbing. It does not. Yes. Uh, so it will use its, it'll start clawing its way across the ground. Uh, and it is going to rush at 
It ignores the giant spider and goes right after Quinny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it goes for the spider, um, and it is going to uh, lash out with its uh, jaws and attempt to bite you. So it uh, lashes out and bites you, um, and it will do will do eight points of damage, uh, and you are poisoned. So it means you have a disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay. But you can roll to uh, shake it off in your turn. Okay, cool. And then with a claw, it's going to slash out at Quinny, who is standing conveniently close by. I am. Okay, it will strike you. Ouchie. For seven points of damage. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's not good. Um, so what's your HP total right now, Quinny? Uh, don't you mean, hey, Quinny, are you healthy looking right now? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I want to know the number. <laughs> <laughs> if I were to rate myself uh, here, out of 15, hey, Quinny, I would say. Do you need critical healing or are you okay right now? Uh, I'm at five. Fuck. Uh, Alan. All right, I'm just going to run up to this motherfucker. What the dragon. hell? What? <laughs> what? No, I mean, go for it. Just wait a second, and I'm going to oh, throw a poison spray. All right, um, right at his fucking face. At the yes, poison genius. So, spray, spray poison at the poison dragon. This can never go wrong. Well, he can still get poisoned by my poison. Well, we'll find out. Can he? We'll find out. That means no. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking through a book. He doesn't know. No one's ever thought to poison the poison dragon. Oh god! If it heals, it we're all gonna die. <laughs> You can actually cast that from distance is what I want to look up. So you don't need to run up to him. You can throw <laughs> oh, okay. it at him from, uh, from your stall. <laughs> All right. Both parts of this plan are genius. <laughs> you were a very generous DM, sir. <laughs> what can I say? Man of the people. Uh, all, right, all right, so I'm going to cast Poison Spray from inside my stall. <laughs> so, um, Alan, you rush forward um, just to get close enough. You're ducking behind the, uh, ducking in behind the fountain to uh, mm-hmm. make sure you're not directly open. Uh, you... Let loose a uh, poisonous spray from your your outstretched hand. Uh, you strike the dra- dragon squarely as it attempts to uh, continue to bite and slash at, uh, at Quinny and Jakob. Uh, however, you notice that uh, the the poison just sort of like sinks in like a like a nice smooth moisturizer on the dragon, and it uh, it laughs in a vicious dragony voice. Um, right. Well, now we know, Quinny. Well, wait, uh, uh, bonus action. Bonus action. Yep. Um, I'm using Misty Step. <laughs> Wise. What is Misty Step? So, so Misty Step, um, I basically, in a swirl of silvery mist, I disappear and reappear uh, 30 feet away. So I'm going um, um, on the other side of the fountain away from the dragon now. Great. You're night crawling. Yeah, yep. basically. Bamf. All right. Uh, great. Uh, top of the round. Quinny. I'm at five health, but uh, I want to try and move into a position that would give me uh, advantage. If you're, you're tiny, you can you can... Yeah, yeah, I, yep. I, I can move through larger creature spaces. Yep. Okay, great. So you're gonna like duck and swerve down under under the dragon, come up behind it. Yeah, yeah, great. So I would roll with advantage. Uh, yes, you perfect would. for uh, twenty three. That'll hit. This is what I've been waiting for. Is uh, I, I've been upgraded my sneak attack instead of uh, rolling two d six. I'm rolling three now. Nice, pretty nice. Uh, Fourteen damage. Fourteen damage. Dragon screams in rage and pain. As my bonus, I'm gonna attempt to hide on this guy again. Uh, okay. 13, is that? Or, or 23, rather? 23? I think that is. Uh, yep, you're able to uh, sort of like pop up and over the, the side of the, the fountain. Okay, perfect. Butthole. Now, how fucked up is this dragon looking? He, he looks pretty healthy. Uh, he looks gently moisturized. So I am behind the dragon right now because it's facing Jakob and the fountain. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself because I'm still hurting. Like that potion took me back. So that's three. So I feel 12 more points of damage for myself. 
and I am just going to do the same thing I did before. I'm going to prep an action, which is if the dragon comes at the stall I'm in, I'm just running 30 feet behind another stall immediately. <laughs> like I'm just bailing the fuck out. If it shoots a cloud, I'm just going to run before that shit happens. Like, sure. Uh, Jakob. So I'm going to roll to save poison, mm-hmm. and I'm also going to roll to see if I can recharge my web, which Great. is five or six. All right. Yes. Nice. Five and 15. So you shake off the poison, and you manage to recharge your web. All Sweet. right. So you feel full of webs. Uh, <laughs> I am going to attempt to web its head to the ground. Uh, nice. Because if we can do that, then we can just fucking run around. Yeah. And- Hit it in the butthole. Yeah, exactly. Just, just, just really make its butthole pay. <laughs> Hit it right in the me. 17. Unfortunately, you do not manage to web it down. Is this worth it? <laughs> uh, it brings us to the dragon. So, um, Oh, I'm dead, guys. It's been fun. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I still got more healing spells. The dragon's going to, um, you know, it just, it's just been sprayed in the side of the face with uh, with webbing, and although it didn't, uh, didn't web him to the ground, it's realizing that uh, the lack of mobility is a real problem for him. So he's going to turn around and attack the web on his back. Uh, and he will successfully chomp through it. Shit, 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 uh, shit But that shit, is, shit. that's his action this turn. So then he'll, he's, he's like chomps through and he's like loosening, loosening his wings. Then he turns back to glare at the spider. Uh, hey, Alan. you're still alive. <laughs> I, I take out two small pom-poms and cheer for the spider, but silently so the dragon doesn't notice me. I think I got to fucking witch bolt this thing. I got to try again. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. 12. Fortunately, you will not hit. Fucking fuck. Do you have magic missile? Yeah, that's, but that, magic missile, I have. It's also a range attack. Like I have yeah, to no, roll but for that. That shit. shit hits automatically. Oh, it does. Remember that's what we've done all oh, the other times. Oh fuck! I Man, forgot about that. Alan Can is... I do have a reach? <laughs> Top of the round, Quinny. It's time to be daring. Uh, <laughs> oh no, he's gonna die. <laughs> Let's get dangerous. Guys, yeah. We're all gonna die. I'm climbing on top of this dragon. Oh fuck! I was gonna do that. <laughs> Let's both do. Yeah, it. I might follow you up there. <laughs> He's going to put patons in so you can climb the dragon right. more easily. Um, I know I can adhere to it. Give me an acrobatics oh, check. Nice. 11? Yep. All right. You're, you're, you're climbing up on that dragon's back. What are you planning on doing? I'm going to ready in action. Yep. Uh, I'm going to have my short sword ready to go. If this dragon opens its fucking mouth for A, biting, or B, breath, I am going to kind of try and pin its mouth shut by stabbing it through the beak. All right. Butthole. I'm hoping it's alligator physics where, like, it's really easy to close an alligator's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> you have pom-poms squarely in hand. Yep. No, I I, uh, I put those away when I saw Quinny start to climb it because I was like, no time for jokes. Uh, so I'm going to run out of my stall, and I'm going to run right up to the dragon, uh, like, where its butt is. How long is the dragon's tail? <laughs> Tom's looking at him like, come on, man. No, I want to know where I'm going. fucking know. <laughs> It's a Jesus, t- I don't know. It's it's eight feet. Okay, great. I'm gonna run up to its butthole, anyways. Uh, I'm gonna run up to where where it is, where like that, or go for one of the the hind legs or something. I'll go for the the left hind leg, sure. that region. But I'm hitting towards the body, so I'm not just like shave his toenails. Uh, I'm going to swing, and I'm gonna try to fuck that leg up. But I also get I have a new spell from from my level three upgrade, uh, and it's casting as a bonus action, so mm-hmm. I don't even have to spend anything. So I, I I fart, and it it comes out of my butt, and it swirls <laughs> around me in a circle, and it moves forward, and it coalesces into a, a glowing hammer, like a glowing giant mm-hmm. hammer. And both this glowing hammer and I both take a swing at this leg. So mm-hmm. I get it as a bonus every, basically every turn now for, oh, wow. for right. a minute. Cool. So I guess I get however many rounds that is, Tom, you're uh, every round is six seconds. Yeah, Perfect. So I get ten, you know. ten rounds of, of hammer. So we're both going to take a swing at this the side of this dragon. I'm going single-handed. I'm keeping the shield up because this Great. motherfucker hits every direction. So I'll roll for me first. Nine. Take a wild guess. No. <laughs> Magical hammer. Twelve. 
No dice. All right, so that was fun. Uh, guys, I'm looking forward to dying uh, back behind his leg. <laughs> Both hammers swing. The, the dragon's eight foot specifically, not an inch more or less tail, um, is also swinging back and forth, though. So as you kind of duck and dodge it, you're, uh, unfortunately, your hammer swings miss. Jakob? I'm going to try and uh, follow Queenie and skitter onto its back with my move. Okay, um, I'm going to give that to you for free because the spiders have like all sorts of crazy like wall climbing. Uh, yeah, I have. Uh, I, I can adhere to difficult terrain. Yep. So okay. I'm I think a dragon counts. I'm assuming a dragon is difficult terrain. <laughs> so um, I'm going to let the dragon take a, a passing snap at you. Yeah. He barely misses. Nice. Uh, and once I'm on there, I am going to try and bite the shit out of him. Do it up. <laughs> he also aims for the butthole. <laughs> 11 to AC. That mm. uh, will unfortunately not yep. hit. Dragon has two people on its back now? Uh, one, well, one person, person and one and spider. A giant spider. <laughs> so it's the equivalent to of three people, but it's distributed really weird. <laughs> I think that's the remake of Three Men and a Baby they're doing. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy all because we use shopify shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business it'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout 36 percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms which means curious people are more likely to buy from you and you can sell more with less effort thanks to shopify magic your ai powered all-star 
One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Ah, another would-be hero, is it? Yes, it is I, Fiddlesworth the butler from Dum Dums and Dragons, and I can see from your general look that you want to bring more stories into the world and help the Dum Dums on their various quests. Well, I advise against joining the Patreon, then, for if you do, you will be assisting the Dum Dums in all of their endeavors, all of their various shows and stories and jokes and doing good deeds, and you know I simply cannot abide those. Of course, if you did feel like wasting your time, you could go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You could join for as little as a dollar, which would gain you access to a Discord where you can talk to other would-be heroes. You can even create characters who will run around in our world at the higher levels, but of course you don't want to do that, now do you? No, you're just content to listen to a butler tell you how it is. Well, I'll see you on your way. Hail Blighthammer. Cool, so the dragon's going to try and take off, but it's got a bunch of extra weight on it, so it's going to have to roll to try and throw. Oh, it, it, sorry, it, I saw that. Yeah, it, uh, it, uh, it comes up 20, so the... Uh, <laughs> I need both of you to do, um, both of you roll me, please, a, uh, you do one of two things. You can roll me a dexterity if you want to try and, like, leap off it as it mm-hmm. takes off, or you can try and roll me a con if you want to stay on it with force of will. Strength or con? One two. I do want to stay on, but dex is my, my jam, so yeah, I'm going to have to try and gracefully leap off of it. 14. 11 con. Oh, you've got spider stickiness, yeah. so I'm just going to let you stay on, because that makes sense. Oh, fucking sweet. Um, Follow-up question. Uh, Quinny, mm? No, I was just going to say, with it flying away, do I get an attack of opportunity, because it didn't disengage? Yes. Sick! Uh, <laughs> Quinny, you're going to take uh, two points of damage as okay. you're thrown from the uh, dragon's back. Down to three. Uh, and, uh, yep, go ahead, butthole. Nice. Does my spectral hammer also get... An attack of opportunity? Yeah, it's basically... It's basically an extension of yeah, my will as so, a yes. function. Yeah. Cool. So me, 15. No dice. And hammer. Nice. That would be uh, 24. Uh, the hammer does... It does 11 damage from the nice. spectral hammer. You you smack that hind leg as it, uh, as it begins to fly away. The dragon seems to be getting increasingly irritable and frustrated with what's going on. Uh, and you can see it's yeah, not words that I want to hear. Saying, I want to yeah. hear bleeding. And four, four of us have almost died. Lorn. The dragon's getting grumpy. <laughs> uh, and you can see it's it's starting to uh, to foam a little bit at its at its jaws. Okay, so the dragon is now. Uh, I'm going to say it can't move its full flight speed because it's got a giant spider on its back. <laughs> <laughs> so this is um, awesome. it's about uh, 20 feet in the air. Alan. This is where I'm going to fire some magic missiles. Magic missiles. There we go. All right. Uh, so because you're level three, you can fire three. Actually, I can throw five now. What? Thank Christ. <laughs> so we hit with three, four, two, five, and five. 19. 19. 
Oh, good math in there. Thanks. I counted it with my fingers. (laughs) Uh, I I lean over to Quinny and I go, ah, Alan used the first two to learn. She's Uh, done the most damage out of anyone. I know. That's why I'm like, like, do you know what? Tested it for weaknesses? Already crashing it. (laughs) Uh, So the dragon roars in in, uh, rage and uh, tremendous, tremendous fury. Quinny, you're up. Hey, Alan. Hey. Can you misty step me up there? Uh, Sorry, I can only cast it on myself. Ah, Sorry, dude. Hold hold me like a baby and get us up there. (laughs) Bam. Um, okay. It's not Harry Potter rules, unfortunately. Fuck, 20 feet in the air, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to get back up there. But 20 feet, I believe, is coming up on the outer effective range of my short bow, so I might as well fire off a shot now. Look, man, I'm a thief with sneak attacks, so I'm always going to be asking, with a giant spider on its back, do I get advantage on this dragon? Yeah, you guys are... 16. I also love armor class. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the arrow does not pierce well, the dragon. All right. Butthole, you're up. Can we just do a series where it's just me, like backup episodes, where it's just me and the dragon having adventures? Uh, Quinny, you took your shot. Are you going to move? Or are you just going to stand and just a just a thought from a, a concerned friend? I will move behind Butthole. <laughs> oh, so you're expecting me to just stand here? <laughs> um, so what uh, I'm going to do? I'll I'm, hide under one of the benches. Actually, Quinny, I know is hurting. Uh, but we're looking at this fucking constitution bullshit, so I want two of us standing together. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I get a bonus action with my hammer that I can send uh, 20 feet. So thank you for specifying the dragon is 20 feet away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to send the the spectral hammer up to take another shot at the dragon. Uh, and I'm also going to, I yell blue flame, uh, and I'm going to blue flame at the dragon as well. Spectral hammer, 23 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. 10 damage, and then he's. I, I cast Blue Flame, so classic, fart out, yep. Sparks Warhammer, yeah. Blue Fire at Dragon, uh, deck save a 14. Okay. Including the spider. It can't fly full speed, so I bet it's not that maneuverable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> doesn't help. That's okay. I, yet again, I'm like, hey, I hit with one. This is, yep. this is a win, uh, and I am going to book it away from Quinny because I don't want two of us getting hit I, with that. I, I've hidden under one of the stone benches. Oh, perfect. So he's hidden. So I'm going to dash back to that stall I was hiding in earlier and try to hide. <laughs> Jakob. Uh, oh, I'm just going to bite the shit out of it. <laughs> Roll to attack. Fuck. God, son oh. of a bitch. <laughs> nope. 11. Total. Failed to, uh, fail to strike it. Um, but you're, you know, you, there's tremendous amount of rage in your spidery eyes. <laughs> so the dragon is, uh, is now looks, looks, you know, damaged. Looks damaged. Can I, like can that I move adjective? to hinder its way, its wings in any way? Sure. For yeah. You could be punching with your little spider cool, arms. Yeah. Yep. I'm just going to be having them skitter against his wings <laughs> on the side. He's making creepy sounds too. He's like, <laughs> it's like well, it's, it's oh all... shit, what's coming up the wall, says the dragon. <laughs> right. So, uh, you start biting with uh, the, uh, the dragon, uh, punching away at its wings and such. With little spider fists. Yeah, yeah I'm mostly time. just irritating him, but that's all yeah. I can do at this point. All eight of his spider legs end in small hands, uh, <laughs> and they're just punching. So the uh, the dragon, uh, with, uh, with uh, you know tremendous fury, inhales sharply. Oh, fuck. And then uh, seeing the, the immediate danger your friends are in, you unleash a burst of web into its mouth. Nice. Uh, oh, by swinging down in front of it, you blast some web in its mouth. It bites into and rips off one of your spider legs, and you just start biting at its eyes and its face. The two of you tangle. Dragon whips you up onto its back and begins to fly up further and further. And as you see, the spider is just attacking and assaulting the dragon as it flies up into the distance. And then all of a sudden, you see the dragon falter. It's begin to fall. And off in the distance, you see both dragon and spider drop into the woods. How far away is this? Far away, like... Off in the oh, horizon. we're not getting there. No. 
It's almost as if it's time for one of our guests to leave. <laughs> uh, so in the in the distance, you see uh, both dragon and spider kind of Gandalf and the Balrog uh, spinning in a death spiral off into the woods. Quinny is like distraught by our losing our our new friend, and and sort of like his coping mechanism is like there has to be silver lining here. I have to get some treasure now. Like it, like the treasure is like more important now because if this was all for fucking nothing, Quinny's not going to be able to hold it together. I pause for a second and I take a knee. I, I need to know something. <sighs> nope. Nice. <laughs> Jakob's dead. Did you pray on that? I prayed on well, it. Well, I don't fucking buy it. He's dead. <laughs> you, you don't need to buy it. It's just, that's just the truth. In the interest of saving my own life, he rolled a one. So we really don't know that. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's how it's it works. Even and odd for he, decisions. He prays. With him. Yeah, he prays and he just knows. In the game, he doesn't roll a die. That's just me as a character, yeah. like a player. But he's he's determined that Jacob's dead, and that we have. And and Goblin Junior sits down and gives like a mournful howl. And I just I feel partly responsible with you know moisturizing the dragon while we're trying to take it Witch down. Witch the dragon. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, and so I just say, can we just please just move on from this? Is I'm soon already as walking up the path to the right, keep holding Quinny, my insides on my inside. Yep, and <laughs> I'm and I'm gonna follow. Actually, I'm gonna follow and be like, hold up for a second. Yeah, uh, and I put a hand on Quinny, and uh, I Quinny's like, no, like I like throw your hand off me. Like I'm like, no, no, I just like keep walking up the path. Okay, so we're gonna do a brief cutaway here. Meanwhile, miles and miles away, at yet another safe house, a bloodied, bedraggled druid crawls into the comfort of one of his many hidey holes. Hooray! <laughs> and realizing, Fuck your god. <laughs> realizing how distraught... He says that to the cave. <laughs> no doubt his, uh, his new friends must be at his supposed demise. Uh, summons one of the many animals that uh, he's able to speak to and uh, composes a brief farewell to his new friends to be sent off t- to them. Take it away, Jacob. Don't look for me. I don't want to get electrocuted again. <laughs> The halfling was cool. <laughs> fuck your god. Fuck your, fuck your god. Spider god forever. Web is everything. I can't wait for a frog to croak this at us later. Or, or whatever the creature may be. Uh, it's going to be a bat. Oh, sweet. You loose the bat and uh, begin to tend your wounds using your many healing spells that you did, in fact. <laughs> that I refused to use to aid anyone else because I knew this was coming. And then you look lovingly at the newest trophy in your cave, the severed... Spider bit dragon head. Nice. Cut back to with a bit of a somber feel. Uh, you'll begin to head up towards the uh, the dragon's cottage. I, I look at the other two and I go, "I'm feeling pretty okay. Do you guys want to like rest so you're not so beat up?" Man, Quinny's still like fucking torn up about losing Jacob. He's gonna keep walking up that path. Okay. He, he, he like comes back and like snatches his cloak back from you, whips it around. He's like, "I'm breaking into this place." All right, I'm just gonna follow. So uh, when you reach the tower, you find, um, interestingly, several giant spider corpses that were the former residents of the tower. It looks like the, uh, the dragon killed them uh, rather soon after ripping its way in. So ironically, it was a giant spider it stole the place from, and it was a giant spider that took it back. Um, R.I.P. Jacob. Yeah, Quinny's <laughs> looking at spider corpses and being like, fuck Jacob. God damn, like you can't hold it together. <laughs> so uh, the tower is a single room with a 40-foot high ceiling and a 5-foot wide staircase that circles the interior, rising to the now open rooftop that allowed the dragon easy access. Uh, there's heavy wooden beams that cross the stairs. Perhaps more importantly for Quinny, sort of tucked away in the corner, there's an old wooden chest that holds the last of the dead wizard who inhabited the tower originally as treasure. So you find 800 silver pieces, 150 gold pieces, 
four silver goblets set with moonstones, which are worth 60 gold each, a scroll of Misty Step, and a scroll of Lightning Bolt. I tell them the exact contents of the chest this time. Beneath the coins, as you're sort of looting through, you also find an old, rusted dwarven axe. On the hilt, you can read the word Hugh. Hugh, does that mean anything for us? Not off the top of my head, but with this being an old castle and knowing we're going back to the Rockseeker brothers, maybe we might want to bring them this. Yeah, all right. We got saddlebags to load up anyway with our mules. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can go get our yeah. mule Let's from... get as much as we can. Uh, can we carry the chest, just contents and all, out? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. So that's right. like, right. Let's yeah. split it up when mm-hmm. we're in town and safe instead yeah, of... Deal. Yeah, deal. Okay, so... Or like we tower. Can, yeah, split it up on the whatever. So I'll I'll carry the chest because I think I'm the biggest of... Oh, even better. One person. Yeah, fine. So I'm like, I can carry that, I'm sure. So for driving the dragon away and for uh, restoring uh, Thunder Tree to a safe spot for anyone from the, uh, the group that uh, Jakob worked for, uh, you each gain 666 XP. Wow. 666? Which should bring you to 1,566 if you're anyone but butthole. If you are a butthole, it brings you to 1,567. <laughs> and what makes you level it. 4? Just 2,700? Yes, 2,700. Nice. Do we find anything else as we search the rest of the dragon prop property? Uh, so the dragon, the dragon's tower is pretty much empty aside from those things. Great. Uh, so you take those with you. Um, and uh, I'm going to say you, you can take those pretty easily back, avoiding uh, further blights and uh, by not going into uh, any of the other buildings or avoiding the ash zombies. So you right. take it back to uh, Jacob's lair uh, to load up the mule. And then I look to the, the other two and I say, okay, two sort of awkward things. One... We still have to go to the blacksmiths to get those tools. Right. Two, Jacob had the necklace. And Quinny at this is just <laughs> too much and just starts breaking down crying. Like, can't even stand up anymore. Just sits on his butt and openly weeps. And being a very emotional and in-touch person, Butthole also starts sobbing and sits <laughs> down. And linked up almost psychically, Goblin Jr. sits down and just starts crying emphatically. I just sit down and open up a book and start reading it. Because <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm very confused. Yeah. You hear a knock at the door. All right. Sword drawn up against the doorway, ready for someone coming in to get stabbed. That's, yeah. That's I'll, Quinny. I'll gesture Alan like into the corner yeah. where you can see the door, but you're not going. Uh, heft in the shield with Goblin Jr. right behind me, ready to lunge. I, I open the door. Before you stands a man who's about uh, six foot tall. He's wearing uh, sort of a long black cloak, uh, and he's wearing a large silver mask that uh, sort of comes off into uh, sharpened points. Uh, almost looks like uh, it looks like someone. Um, it looks vaguely dragony to you. It's like a dragony type thing. Okay. He says, the, "The dragon. Did you see the dragon? Is it gone?" Is he still in the doorway, or yep. has he stepped in? No, he's just at the door. So okay. uh, Quinny is like he's got three, silent. He's, he's got yeah, three similarly like, dressed guys. Ready. I'll handle the conversation. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I uh, say it's flown off for now. I prayed upon the matter, and it's dead. Dead? And he, he looks genuinely crestfallen. So it's true. The spiders, the spider got to it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He looks, again, tremendously crestfallen. Um, one of the other ones, uh, guys behind him is like, Fadverk, is it true? And he goes, yes, it must be. Uh, I was afraid this would be the case. Well, we have nothing more to do here. Gather the supplies. We leave. Follow-up question. Uh, just this, How many guys are out there? I thought it was just the one. Are there more? There's, there's one guy in the door. There's three guys behind. Who are you guys? And what's your relationship with the dragon? So he, he looks kind of back over his shoulder, and it, it looks like he really doesn't want to fucking talk to you guys, but he's, you know realizes that he did just knock on your door and ask you some questions. 
So uh, he says, my name is Favric. I'm a member of an order that uh, was hoping to parlay with the dragon. We're not a secret order like those other fucks, though. <laughs> we were loud and proud. But we uh, we'd hoped to uh, strike up an alliance with the dragon. But now that it's been run off, it seems our work has been in vain. What, what do you need the alliance for? Uh, we're a group that uh, believes that dragons are much smarter and more important to the way this world works than uh, most common folk believe. And we sought to uh, seek out particularly such a young dragon's allegiance and wisdom early in its life that we may build a better world. Can you, butthole, roll me a perception check? 20 total. You notice that hanging around his neck is a pendant that you remember from the days of your youth. It's very similar to one that your mother wore. Oh, shit. Uh, I, I, I go from pretty casual talking to these guys to, like, tensing up. I'm being kind of uh, uncomfortable. And I just say, when you say supplies, what are you guys rounding up? Oh, uh, nothing. It's unimportant now. Do you guys go to the blacksmiths? And they all sort of chuckle. They're like, what, what possible use could someone have for a burnt-out blacksmith shot? I come out from my hiding spot at the door. I play up that I'm at three health, like I am visibly in mm-hmm. really bad shape. And I, I kind of put on like a, you know, my hand on my forehead, just like, oh, oh, the dragon, <laughs> the mighty, powerful dragon. I saw it. I did see it. Strong it was. And it, and it left, but, but its treasures remain. Surely it will return. And he kind of looks at you and he sees all the damage done to you and he says... Did you fight the dragon? No, no, goodness. I would never survive a fight with a dragon. This is only the result of being an, an innocent bystander. Mm. If you journey to the dragon's castle, I say, stepping out after Quinny, you'll see the bodies of so many spiders it had slain. It was a, a battle for the ages. After seeing such power, I, I too would, would be very interested in learning how to cooperate with that power to, to create a better world. Mm. Well, if you ever... Uh would like to seek more knowledge. Perhaps you 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 could join our order. So Quinny, he hands you um, a scroll with uh, some instructions on it uh, as to where you can seek out more information and perhaps uh, talk to the uh, some you know some of the base level recruiters and acolytes uh, of the cult of the dragon. Okay. And he kind of signals to his, the rest of his guys. Says, "Okay, well, if if the horde of the dragon still here, there is a chance that uh, it shall return. Uh, we'll stay for a couple days more." Um, and he gestures to two of them and says, "You two go check the tower." Um, I'll return and tell our brothers what has occurred here. I, I go from kind of awestruck at the dragon's power to indignant. Hey, come back here. I I saw a dragon, and you know about dragons, and you know about you you you're a representative of your group, and you hand me a pamphlet. I was almost killed. I'm gonna walk up to Quinny, and I'm gonna put a hand on his shoulder as he's giving this rant, and I'm gonna say. Quinny, their leader is going to exit and make his meeting. They're going to stay at the castle. We can talk with them in future once we've calmed down. It's been a very stressful day. Why don't we go inside? We can rest. We can figure out what we should do next. All right. So we'll circle back inside and we'll shut the door and we'll let them fuck off. I'm going to watch out the window to make sure they actually leave, though, because I don't know who the fuck they do. It are. seems like they really don't give two shits about you guys beyond just needing to confirm what they saw. I turn back to Quinny and I say, we should burn that letter. I want to look over it first. So it looks like it gives you some instructions. Uh, if you're in a town, uh, bigger, like it would have to be in a city, so something like Neverwinter. Mm. But of places you can ask around uh, if you're looking to make contact with uh, the Cult of the Dragon. Uh, you get the sense from them and you, your knowledge of uh, criminal organizations that these these guys, as a cult, uh, who have um, you know, a series of objectives of their mm-hmm. own, not likely to be you know out and making a big deal of their presence, okay. but um, you imagine that they're probably present in most of the major cities all right if that's all i'm learning from this from the scroll yeah burn it if you want great i take it burn it 
uh, as the flames curl up around it, uh, the last thing you see stamped on the back is uh, the same image that was on the pendant. It tweaks something in your memory. Oh, yeah. I'm and turns to ash. Deeply, deeply uncomfortable uh, yeah. with, the, with this whole thing uh, moving forwards. I, I look to the other two and say, we can rest. We can go to the blacksmiths. We can go back. Unless you want to engage with the cult. I, I saw you were getting pretty heated there, Quinny. So I was figuring, bring you back here. If we want to fight these guys or find out more, better to do it when we're doing 100% there's two instead of three of them. We know where this dragon went. Like we saw the direction it flew off in. We yes. can always give that to them for something. True. And I'd rather trade with the two guys who are not in charge because they're way more likely to give us more information. So rest. Are we cool with that? All right. Yeah, let's yeah. just let's sleep overnight. Okay. So um, because the dragon's gone and you're in uh, Jakob's lair, you're able to uh, sleep unperturbed for the evening. The mule's a bit annoying, but that's okay. We've loaded up the mule with the stuff we got from the tower already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mule okay. is such an ass. Perfect. <laughs> 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 Bad jokes. Okay, so we wake wake up, have breakfast. Goblin Jr. is all looking fine. His <laughs> coat's all shiny. And I say, blacksmith? Yeah, blacksmith. Blacksmith. All right, so we leave our mule hidden inside the house. We're not leaving it outside where people could see. We right. lock, lock the door or whatever. Uh, and then we'll head into town to try to find the blacksmith. Okay, so it's pretty easy to find um, because there's a wide chimney sticking out of it. You can see there where the kiln would have been. Uh, so it's sort of a, a, a rotted old blacksmith shop. From outside, you can see that there are rotted piles of firewood jumbled outside the walls. It's a sagging building, but uh, definitely looks like it would have been a smithy in its day. Inside, you can see two slumped over ash zombies, as well as a variety of tools, tongs, bellows, hammers, a pair of iron anvils. Um, off to the side of one of them, you can see a rather fine set of tools that you think would be what, what you're looking for. All right. I'm not glowing anymore. I can just try and sneak in there, get the tools and boogie on out. And I would say, let's yeah. we'll, we'll gear up and like ready actions to cover you. So I'll watch one of them, and I'm going to ready simultaneously me charging with Goblin Jr. and a spectral hammer. So the, the moment we see them move, I'm diving in on one. And then, Alan, you want to set um, anything up on the other one? Yeah, I'm just I'm just going to get ready to um, just to witch bolt them. We'll yeah. send Quinny in to try to just boost the tools we need. Groovy. Yeah. Uh, you want to roll me a stealth check, sir? Yes. And 715. Uh, you managed to sneak in. You sort of tiptoe over the zombies. Mm-hmm. You grab the tools. Uh, they're heavy, but manageable. Okay. And I think what you probably do is, like, right before you leave, you, like, throw, like, you pick up a, like a, a glass thing. Yeah, you throw shatters against the other wall. The zombies kind of turn towards that, and you just hop out the window. Cool. So now that we're back outside, I look at Quinny, and I say, obviously, we all took this Jakob thing pretty hard. Do we want to just, like, do a ceremony for him or something before we leave at his house? What kind of ceremony? Generic, Does he worship like, the black spider? Well, whatever. Spider, spider, I, I, no, I don't know that black spider. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know his spider god, so I'd say we could just do a non-denominational ceremony, like just a remembrance thing. We could all say something about him. And all right, yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll travel back to his house, and I'd say we just make like generic shape, like it's like an eight-pointed star or whatever on the end of a stick, so it's not any specific religious symbol. And we stick that in the ground, and I've written Yakub on it. It doesn't look that great, but I tried. Mm. Uh, and then we all just stand around it, and I'm like, before we go, we should all say like one nice memory of Yakub. Well, I just want to say that I'm I'm really sorry that I witch-bolted him. I, f- I feel like that's something I'll, I'll never forget, and and I just hope that wherever he is, he can forgive me and... Um, and find peace. I didn't know him uh, very well, but I got to know him through combat, and I could tell through combat that he was like uh, he was an honorable man, and that he did good by us. And I put down five gold pieces. Well, Jacob thought my God was stupid, but a lot of great things in life are stupid. Love is stupid. 
Caring is stupid. Self-sacrifice, if you think about it logically, is one of the most stupid things in the world. And he worshipped the spider god. And do you know what? Good for him. Because all faith is crazy. And it's dumb. And if there's one thing we can say about a man who turned himself into a spider to fight a dragon <laughs> to save us all, he was one of the craziest, most stupid people I've ever met. Goodbye, Jacob. Hopefully you have a magical journey into the afterlife. The spider god will care for you. And if he, she, or it doesn't, Moonhammer will keep an eye out. And I take one of my light hammers and I just sort of set it uh, next to the, the symbol on the ground. And then Goblin Jr. takes a step forward. And he looks at the eight-pointed star and he goes, Snarf, snarf. <laughs> Snarfy, snarf, snarf, snarf. Snarf, snarf. And then he bows to the, the symbol <laughs> like I taught him to do. Uh, and then he comes back and joins the group. All right. Great. Did you want to explore anything else in the village? Do you want to talk to these dragon guys? Or? I am so good to never talk to them again. Uh, having seen what I've seen of this organization, they look like the worst. That's weird. You're a big fellowship kind of guy. <sighs> What's got you all heebie-jeebied on them? Listen, I wouldn't just tell this to anybody, but we've had a rough journey seeing you put down money at the grave of, of a fallen friend, knowing how much money means to you. Alan, just diving in there making mistakes, living life. These are all the things <laughs> that, that you need to do. The symbol that that leader, silver pointy mask, we call him pointy mask because we never got a name, <laughs> that, that he wore and that was on that scroll was a symbol used by my mother, who is one of the most vicious, evil, murderous aristocrats in the nation, if not the world. If we go near them... It will not end well. Is she a Moonhammer acolyte? She does not. No, 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 no. She's a faithless woman. She believes in poisoning herself. She tried to kill me. My brother could be involved. I, I don't want to go anywhere near this. Well, I guess we'll put a pin in that. The only reason to get anywhere near my mother is to try to foil her plans. And that requires me going near my father. And I am, whoa, no, thank you. Really? You, the, the guy who worships a butt god, is the black sheep of the family? Yes. My my father is what is there like a Dungeons and Dragons equivalent of like a like a cardinal? Just call him a cardinal. That works. My father is a, a, a cardinal. He's Your a father's high, a little red bird. No, that, <laughs> that, like a high priest. Oh, of the god of war, and he raised me to be just a violent murderer in the, in the spirit of war. Sent me out with the armies, left me to die so my brother could take power. I, I had nothing to do with any of that. I lost all faith, and that's when I found Moonhammer. I didn't know that. Yep. I was on the battlefield one day, served with a mercenary company after I'd escaped escaped the armies of the god of war. Moonhammer was an insult and a curse that we'd thrown around. Moonhammer, a way to refer to both a dick and a butt simultaneously, <laughs> was an ultimate insult. And we were wandering the battlefield, and we'd seen so many people die. And one of my, one of my comrades was injured. And I stood over him on the battlefield and I broke and I yelled, By Moonhammer, you shall be healed! And I slammed my hands down onto him and he was healed. Brought back from death's door. And that's when I discovered the goddess Moonhammer. She hadn't existed before that day. And I've never found another aspirant, but I know Moonhammer to be real. Hmm. And that's why I shall spread her worship. And worship her wherever I may be as her only cleric. <laughs> For now. <laughs> Do you look at... Quinny, when you say for now? Oh, yeah. I look at both of you <laughs> okay, for now. Quinny's immediately like trying not to make eye contact. <laughs> and I look at Goblin Jr. Goblin Jr. just nods solemnly. So uh, your father is a uh, high priest of Tempest, the god of war. Yep. 
And we don't want to go anywhere near him because he put a, a curse on me when I was a child and I have to do whatever he says. What's bad? Like well, that a- would have been handy to know. How do I know your dad's not? Never mind. I'm not going to look. Yeah, we'll still we'll steer clear your dad. I don't need you turning on us and, and going all. Agreed. Yes, master. Renfield on us. Yeah, it'd be weird. I don't want to do that either. Let's check out the rest of this town cautiously. See if there's anything else going on, and like then check it from outside the doors, right? That kind of thing, yes. By now that I'm not glowing, I'm going to be a lot more uh, stealthy. Yeah, just to be clear, I wasn't just like pretending you were cursed. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> going to be a long journey to you finding your face. All right, let's go. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at El Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. Or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 17.9 cycles ago, us machines defeated the humans. Now, we're living the good life here in Droidston, Manitoba. Morning, Gif! Morning, Dust! But there's still the problem of human infestation. That's when it's time to call Human Be Gone. Experts in ethical human relocation. <laughs> this job has everything. Danger. Whoa, sounds like we got some dingers in there. Excitement. Incoming. And drama. You're the one who leaked herself in my Pasmani rice bed. It's a dirty job, but some bots gotta do it. Oh. Human Be Gone. Coming soon wherever you get your podcasts. Human.